0: You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You hey you guys welcome to project you with cami craig here today to talk about a really big topic that every single one of us goes through every single day and it's called making decisions (laughs) uh who would have known that this would have been a a topic of conversation however it it it's not really talked about often because we're so indecisive and this may lead to embarrassment this may lead to insecurities uh, it, it may show show up in a way that you don't like to be seen, you know. Um, and 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 it's just a personal statement on my behalf, of course. Uh, but I'm really asking everyone right now that's that's tapped into our podcast today: is what is making a hard decision look like for you? Uh, I jump into this topic so quickly because it's so deep and it's so extravagant and. And we're gonna ask for, you know, the open book of our journal right now, and to really reflect and think about our story and your story. Um, of course, I'm gonna share share what it means to me and how making really hard decisions has has been warping and almost paralyzing. And uh, doing so, but because there was the risk and the deep gut feeling. Decisions were made um, in my life Literally across the board and I'm able to look back now and being like wow I'm able to see the growth. I'm able to see the the fruit from What grew out of that decision and out per se that tree right that that I took the risk on on growing um, by making a decision and I think that every single one of us can do that right now. I think that we all can look back on our lives, whether we're 18 or 82 listening to Project You with Cammy Craig right now. Um, you're able to look back on your life and and know that, gosh, man, I really didn't and you know what was to come of that decision. I was so scared. I was so timid. I felt powerless. You know, I felt very down and low in making that decision because because it was hard right but um but but just as as we we move on with time and we have that patience and we secure ourselves with a a thing called grace uh we're able to see a little bit clearer and and even though it's scary it's going to become something great because that's just how the universe works and that's the way the cookie crumbles um But when, when we're talking about making decisions, they're, they're thought of to be difficult because it takes time and it takes energy to weigh your options. And, and really when I look back in my life, I'm such a fast paced person, you know, like I'm go, 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 go. And so when you're asked to make the really hard decisions, that's asking yourself to slow down and that's not really in my nature like I like to run fast and I like to think fast and I like to act fast and you know I like to control the situation and I like to fix it and I like to change it right now and but but the biggest decisions have called me to really sit back take time and weigh what my pros and cons are I can go all the way back uh to it, it seems so long ago, but even making the c- decision to go to college, you know, so much wanted to hold me back in Reno, Nevada to go to UNR and play volleyball here at the university. However, there was so much gut inner movement about going away and seeing what life looked like outside of my four walls with, with my parents and my brother. Um, my comfort was that they were everything to me. They still are, but they were everything to me. I didn't want to leave them. I I stood strong in in in, in my family life, and I stood strong in in building those relationships and uh, being there for one another and all that. But I knew inside my heart, in my gut, that making that decision to go away was. The ultimate, and it was going to be the best decision. Now, I also remember my dad at one time saying, "Babe, I'm not asking you to work while you're in high school. I know all your friends are, and um, you've even asked what what you're going to do for work and when you should get a job and all these things. However, he he let me know that I have one job, and that job was to get really good grades so I could be smart enough to do really well on my ACTs and my SAT scores that way I could also do really well in my athletics which was basketball or volleyball I didn't know at the time and I could get a scholarship so whether it was going to be an academic scholarship which I wasn't in the field of a a great athletic or uh, academic scholarship but um he let me know that I that was my job and that was to go to college because he didn't have all the money in the world to send me to college and to fund that. And I was like, yes, sir. Okay, got it. And so, he, you know, the vessel in my own home life, which was my father, planted that seed and, and was with me when I made one of the hardest decisions of my, my young life going into adulthood. Um, I remember him saying that, and, and seeding that, and feeding that, and he knew how much I loved my athletics, and he knew that that was the fire within me, and he knew I had the heart for it, and the perseverance, and the discipline for it, and that's all I've really felt the most comfortable in doing, and that's, of course, where I'm at today in my profession 16 years later, um, because of those decisions and and hardship that I had in my, my athletic world, I am... A professional um, in the fitness industry and I love it it is my like literally the the inner core of me feels so right every single day to get up it's really hard for me to even think about getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to a desk job whatever that desk job could be that I'm could be pretty happy with I don't know that I would be this excited as I am still 16 years later to do uh, so when I, when I got to the point of, um, actually being granted, uh, scholarships for my athleticism, I, I, I took that as part of my hard decision and, and weighed my pros and cons. And then I started thinking of my dad's conversation and, and even though I knew it was going to be so hard to separate myself from my family, uh, and my friends, I knew that this was going to allow so much growth inside of my soul. Literally, this was going to be another shaping place for me. And already my coaches in my life and in, in high school had played such a huge role in 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 my character that I, I could imagine what these next coaches at this caliber were going to bring to the table, what they were going to teach me and show me and and help me with with even my self-esteem and my my confidence and my athleticism and all the things you know so i started to visualize what that looked like and i i didn't i wasn't reading the books on how to make decisions i wasn't i wasn't searching on the web uh, you know from wikipedia which really wasn't a thing back then but you know i wasn't doing those things i was literally going from my gut and and so once i made that decision um, I was terrified. I was sick. I was sad. I-, I felt like kind of borderline depressed. Now that I look back, and I also felt this major, major excitement. I felt so strong, and I felt so independent, and I felt so like worth it because I was wanted and I was sought after, and um, in 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 my in my athleticism and I was going to be a part of a team that was promised so much and you know yada yada you guys get it and uh but but again remember remember my words of I was fearful I was scared and that was because I was walking into a land of unknown. I don't know what it's like to live in the dorms. I didn't know what it was like to make new friends. I didn't know what it was like to eat cafeteria food. I didn't know what it was like to not have my, um, friends from back home every single day. Um, my family there every single night. Like it was just so different even thinking about it, even before I got there. Um, so I I remember just that decision alone a, among many others in my life that were hard um, but but because I took the time to really sit back and think about those things and I had the energy to weigh out the pros and cons I felt better about that you know I really thought about, Okay, if I don't go to college and I don't take this scholarship for for volleyball, um, what what am I gonna do here? Is the University of Nevada gonna gonna be everything that they said they're gonna be? And am I not gonna make the team? Am I you know like I started to really question everything, right? Um, and. And just from my cons, and then I, then I even started to think about like, well, I remember hearing a long time ago when I was younger that it's really good to go away and to explore the world and discover the new lands and the new friendships and the new relationships out there, and that it's that it's really good, and even if you do come back to Reno, you have more uh, insight. And you have more experience, and you can put more on your resume, and you have this education. And not that I wasn't not going to go to school at that time, but I was just thinking about the wisdom that I was hearing growing up as a girl, and so uh, that's that's what made it it easier, right? Because then I started to to weigh that out, and my pros. List that I truly did make a list at the time, and my list of the benefits of me leaving were way more outstanding than my cons. So I might be a little bit overzealous with with this statement, but second guessing yourself seemed like it was the wrong decision, and I at that time was second guessing myself because I was looking back, I was so comfortable in my state that I, I I couldn't see any further than that. So uh, as the time started to approach to, to make this decision and, and not only make it, but now act on it and, and make that move, I felt the pressure and I felt like I was being indecisive, and I was being very discursive in my mind, back and forth, back and forth. And but but now that I'm an adult at 39 years old, and I've walked through um, another decision that, that I'll talk to you about, I realize that this is part of the process. Second guessing yourself and feeling indecisive is 100% part of it. Um, I I just experienced this feeling uh, about two weeks ago. I made a decision. And I was like, yes, okay, done. And then literally the next day I was like, wait, that that wasn't the best decision. I'm gonna go back on it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and it was already done. Like everything, papers are signed, da da da. And I just couldn't go back on it. But again, I started second guessing myself. I started to see unclear because it was out of the norm and it was out of my comfort zone, really. And so uh, in many ways, the second guessing and feeling indecisive can be a good thing. It's a sign, actually, that you're thinking about your choices instead of just going with the flow. And I must say that as an entrepreneur and um, a business owner, and uh, a mother, and a friend, and a and a I said wife again. I've been a I was a wife for so long, but. Um, as, as a daughter and a, you know everything that I am to someone, I really make a lot of choices in my life every single day. Um, and I know that I, as a human, we come across maybe 20,000 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. I know that um, psychologically through, through my research that there's about 70 strong, hard decisions that we make in a day from those, from those thoughts. Right. And I, I gotta tell you that I'm a, like, again, I'm a fast mover. I'm, I'm a shaker and I get things done. Um, because I always tell myself, well, if I don't get it done, then no one else is going to do it. Right. And so I just make quick decisions all the time. Um, but when I, when I, when I really have to make the hard decisions, I've noticed that it's not as quick. (laughs) It's, it's really sit your crap down, Cammie and think about this and be steady and let's be clear and let's pray about this. Um, for, for other people, they like to meditate, you know, and they like to get their head space, right. Um, instead of just going with the flow and it'll all work out. And believe me, I have that. I have that, um, thought in my, in my heart all a lot is that it's going to work out and, I'm gonna just go with the flow, um, but that also is if I sit in that too long, I'm procrastinating, and I know that. So um, don't get me don't get me wrong. I, I definitely play um, both sides where I'm very decisive and I get things done. But also, um, you know, when I get scared, when I get nervous, when I get um, filled with anxiousness, um, to most, um, in this world, it's anxiety. Then you just sit back and you're like, it's, it's okay. It's going to be fine. And, and we don't want to shake things up too much because it's scary. Right? So as I, as I speak to all my friends here on project you, and this is actually a topic that you guys have asked me to talk about, because maybe you might be struggling and making a really, really tough decision. Um, But I gotta go back to actually going to college where I had the most unbelievable time. I had made made some of the most amazing friendships. I had the most incredible experience with my athletic world. I was actually a dual sport athlete and I was able to play both volleyball and basketball under scholarship. And I was a major in communications, PR, and marketing. And I was also a minor. I had a minor in sports psychology. So I look back and I look at my workload. And I had my jobs in and out. You know, I was working at the... Um, gym I was working at a doctor's office I was a coach for volleyball at the high school I was a coach for volleyball club team I was a bartender I was a waitress and I look back I'm like how did you juggle but you juggle because you're hustling and you're creating the waves to become your best self um especially when you're motivated you know and you're inspired by by doing your best you know but I do look back on one of my classes. It was called Life Skills, and it was my favorite, favorite class out of all of my classes, um, because it it really showed showed up and it showed me a lot um, that I'm experiencing now. And I remember one of the topics was the the biggest times of our life. And the biggest decisions that we're going to make are going to are going to be very altering in our life, and they're going to present themselves um, in a very crazy and uncomfortable way. Uh, but because of your positive headspace, of course, there was a underlining factor there of the positive theme, right? Um, but because we have a positive mindset um, through the hardship. We're gonna get through it, you know, and and you're going to be your better person. So my college years actually was shaping me into this, this dialogue that I have with my clients every single day. I have these this dialogue with my friends, and I have this dialogue now with myself because I'm actually speaking to myself uh, uh, at some at some points like my own friend. Um, I hang out with myself every single day, and I am. My own best friend, just like you are your own best friend. I tell my kids all the time, uh, be nice and be kind to yourself. I don't like to hear my kids talk poorly about themselves because they are hanging out with them, you know. And so that goes into our egos and our false self versus our authentic self. Um, but I remember the most pivotal moments in life that that we were talking about in life skills class was was actually transitional moments, which was going into college. So from high school to college or to high school to a job or anything like that is very hard. And it's one of the biggest decisions and the biggest moments and transitions that one will go through in their life. Um, Another one that we spoke about often was marriage. Another one we talked about often was divorce we often talked about death, and we often talked about career changes. These things brought up different emotions, and they also created, um, created this anxiety and anxiousness, right? And they, after the aftermath, showed up in a place where there was a lot of growth, And there was um, growth only because we were in a position where we were learning from our past experiences. Um, And so now here I am, uh, 39 years old, and you guys have asked about (laughs) chatting about this topic, which is how do you make the hardest decisions when when you kind of don't want to do it, um, but know that it's the best thing for you? And um, I got to tell you that when you realize that the power of decision making is inside of you and it's for you, um, instead of being codependent, right, and indecisive and filled with anxiety because you're left with really nothing by being such a codependent person, um, you realize that the power of your mind Is your superpower and that you can actually make decisions on your own is 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 a great place to be Um, these are ways that that are very helpful to make these life-changing decisions Uh, and whether it be you know you're you're a teenager you're a young adult you're mid-adult you're an adult you're a you know a, a senior citizen adult like these these places can meet you and flirt with you at any time while making decisions um, and and really before you start making decisions we got to understand what the decision is going to do what's the outcome and you got to think about this if you go back to just what we were talking about um, giving time and energy well you really are thinking about not just tomorrow but you're thinking about a year five years 10 years 20 years down the road with your decision and going to college has has benefited me immensely uh i am not good at math you guys i really felt like i was not gonna make it um, in into college because i couldn't even pass my proficiency tests Uh, until the very last time uh, right before graduation and I was sick about it you know but and I thought that I was going to have to be this mathematician to even be in college and I was like this probably isn't for me you know and my false self was telling me all these things but really in all actuality I'm doing my own math in, in 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 my profession right now and I've studied it and I know it and um it's almost like I can I can do it without even thinking about it now just because I've been in practice for so long and I've and I've released myself from that anxiety and that that I have to be perfect at math I don't have to know Geometry um, at the highest degree, or trigonometry to the highest degree. I just need to know what I need to know in my profession, just like you need to know in your profession, and and I need to capitalize on that, you know. And if you know push comes to shove, that I had to learn a new equation and a new formula and um, some new answers. Guess what? I am going to give that time and that energy to do those things because it means something to me. And, um, that's just the difference right now, you know? And so I'm a little bit older, um, wherever you're at, what chapter in your life uh, that you're at, you, you will know, uh, what this means and what this feels like. Um, I also say that when you're making a hard decision, please, I should said this one first, but please go with your gut. You just got to dig deep and follow that intuition out you know and if we want to be real right now and we want to be authentic right now then you know getting divorced at 38 years old and having two children uh being 12 at the time and and uh seven at the time was the hardest decision of my life you know and why I even get this feeling right now with you is because it's still so real and raw it seems like just yesterday um but I made that decision because I was going with my gut for the first time in 13 years I was together with my husband for 15 and Uh, We were married for 10 and I knew in the middle of my marriage, my gut, my intuition was telling me that this was not the right space. It was not what I was destined to be. And everything else was kind of put on hold. You know, I was doing pretty decent in the other pillars of my life, but I was being completely soul sucked because I couldn't be completely present because my marriage was I I was overly obsessed with my marriage and making this work and controlling it and 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 wanting to fix it and wanting to change this this human. You know, and and so when you put all of the energy into that, guess guess what? Falls short. Everything else. My children fell short. My career fell short. Um, my my walk with God felt short. Um, my my education was falling short. Like I have always desired to continue my education and I've always desired to be more a part of the community and I've always desired to really be in my spiritual walk and 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 do all those things that I don't want to get into right now because it's a different podcast. But um I was I was holding myself back because I was obsessed about my my codependent relationship. And that's why it's very interesting that we already have talked about gaslighting, then we talked about codependency, and here we are today talking about um, your decision makings and how to make a hard decision, right? So, so yes, I can, I can really dive into this, but I feel like you know what I'm talking about. I feel like you also have your intuition, and you also have that really big, deep gut feeling where that frontal lobe is designed by the grace of God to give us the the ability to know what is right and what is wrong you know and I find I find it very disrespectful of self to turn from your own gut remember that you are your own best friend that is not pompous talking that is not you know, high almighty talking, that is the truth, I am my own best friend, God, thank God, is my best friend, and he's not even failed me yet at all, um, and he will never, because I, I just know that, but but really, it's me and him, at the end of the day, whether you're married, you have a significant other, you have your career, and your boss, and your friends, and your family, like, it's really you and him, or you and what you believe in, you know. And so, I, I gotta say that that following, following that gut or not following that gut is so disrespectful. And I wanted, I want to really challenge you to accepting what your gut and your intuition is telling you. So, when you're weighing out and taking the time to to make your hard decisions, whether you're gonna take that job, whether you're gonna marry that person whether you're going to go to school here, what, you know, what all these things, um, you got to follow your gut. And again, I know you know what I'm talking about. I also believe that when you're making a hard decision that you and I need to carry your decision out. You need to follow through with it. Um, being a codependent person for a major majority part of my life, um, I was very indecisive. And, and I let the other person and the other people in my life make the decisions for me. Yeah, whatever, 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 whatever you want. And that was a people pleaser. And so with those two traits that I had at that time, um, I look back and am like, gosh, you were such a pushover. You didn't live your best life at all you were just going with the flow you were just doing what they wanted you to do and you were a puppet you weren't a lion you were a puppet you were you were part of the sheep herd and as much as I was very also in leadership and motivating and inspiring and all those things I knew where I was sought after and I was wanted and I was a vessel I knew that but I wasn't even tapping into the, the maximum optimal hold of this, this place that I've been literally gifted by God. Um, I wasn't even really scratching the surface um, because I was disrespecting myself, you know? And so to carry out with your decision means that it's gonna be really freaking uncomfortable. So uncomfortable, you guys. Um, that's why I have heartache now because it's, it's uncomfortable. I'm coming up on the holidays right now and this is uncomfortable. Um, but I have the, I have the, you know, the most sincere heart that learns and that loves, um, connection and forgiveness and this life, you know? And so I'm able to be completely amicable uh with my ex-husband and 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 yes do I get pissed do I get upset do I get mad um 100% uh, because I was you know felt I felt certain ways you know but when it comes down to it the the hard decision that I made it doesn't have to be turmoil it doesn't have to be exhausting it doesn't have to be traumatic like the years that i lived prior to that instead i made the choice and we make the choice together to make this um decision to be carried out we are making this very lightful and we're doing this also because we know that our two precious amazing boys are on the other side and we're gonna make this as beautiful as we can we're gonna show adversity in a whole different light because true adversity or traditional adversity is negative and it's painful and it's tension and it's tightness and it's just uncomfortable this is already uncomfortable the decision that you're wanting to make you know with your workspace uh, maybe changing churches maybe um marrying a certain person whatever you are already uncomfortable (laughs) you know what i'm saying so there's nothing wrong with doing things in a way that is that is more precious for your soul which is more which is more exciting and comfortable for your brain You know, so you're not completely stressed out and acting like everyone else in this world, which is is just rude and negative and disgusting. You don't have to do that, you know? And so that's the decision that I have made while I still carry out on my decision. I'm not happy every day. I'm pissed sometimes. And that's when I know that I'm still healing and I'm recognizing that I got a while to go. I'm still, you know, going, going over the heartache and going over the trauma and going, going over the habits of being a codependent person for the past umpteen years. And actually, when I talk about forgiveness, of course it's forgiving my ex-husband. But you know what it's also and who it's also forgiving is myself. I have to forgive myself for being hard on myself and and placing myself in a position of perfection and placing my myself in a position of codependency that literally crushed and ruined my 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 self-esteem. You know, like this is not all about just the outside source. You know, so I, I commend you if you have made a really tough decision in your life, at the workspace, at the home base, in your spiritual walk, in your finances, in your move, whatever it is. I commend you for carrying out the decision and actually learning how to become a more decisive person. And I've noticed that when I'm able to get discernment from the right people and the people that share the same beliefs and share the same values and and morals that the decision is 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 helpful and 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 they help make the decision healthy because they have a very positive impact on your life whether that be your pastor whether that be your grandmother, whether that be a best friend, a sister, whoever. This this is very crucial, I think, in in making life, life decisions. And I also believe that no one should ever be quiet. I believe that the silence will hold you back and it'll procrastinate you to making your decision um, because that's where the devil comes in. He comes in really, really smooth, and really slick when when you're silent and he acts like your best friend. You know, like I pronounce and I declare that that Jesus Christ as my savior is my best friend. And my best friend is probably disappointed in me sometimes, right? Um, my best friend is tells me the cold hard truth sometimes and that sucks and that hurts and it makes me want to slap, slap her and slap him, you know? But really, um, this is how I'm able to learn um, because I i have great, I have great, strong, authentic to themselves types of people in my life to be very helpful. And I learn from my past decisions. I don't know about you, but do you learn from, from past decisions that other people have made? You know, um, that's also helpful, but I also know you guys that everyone's story is so unique And people only speak because they have an experience, uh, in that area, right? They're not really speaking because they know, um, I think professors and I think that professionals in in a field can really give a lot more insight because they, they see a lot more just like in my field, I can really help a lot of people, um, different ranges and different styles and types of people because I have been an experiment with so many, so many different other humans. Right. But, um, I, 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 I have to remember that like, not everyone knows what you're feeling and what you're going through because your your situation is so authentic. So that's where I always go back to the gut. So sometimes, you know, having that, that authentic talk is, isn't going to be what you really thought it was going to be sometimes because, you know, it doesn't carry out, to their platter uh which is fine but um also I think that when you're making decisions to have a light heart about it instead of always being so dramatic about it I um I when I was making hard decisions and then when I was really going through the the year of 2019 um uh 19 I was Going through my therapy and I was really working on my personal development and I was engaging. I literally every single morning my daily habits were so strong as they are today. I've I really haven't broken them um, because they were so 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 uplifting and so kind of lighthearted and fun um, that that I noticed that that was a lot more helpful in making my decisions instead of being somber and down. Um, so an example for that would be uh getting up in the morning and, and praying and having my no phone zone and then also getting in my my truck and turning on uh worship music. I I really embraced that worship time um because I I, I wanted to start my day off with with clarity instead of um, the discursive mind of the second guessing or or the indecisiveness, you know, so, um, find a way where you can smile during making, uh, making these hard decisions. And, and also I learned a really big word. It's called decidophobia and it's the fear of making wrong decisions. And I was clearly a victim of decidophobia. Uh, decidophobia can truly lead to a lot of confusion and a high, high level of dependence on others to really choose when there's when there's more than one choice. And when I look back, I'm like, you fool. You just let other people dictate. You tried to fit in. Um, you were a people pleaser, and you're you 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 allowed yourself to be seen in certain arenas, but not in all, you know, and now I, 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 seem, I, I know I'm high strong still. And I, I know a lot of people can to attest to this, and I know that I, that I still am getting over a lot of habits and, you know, 15 years worth of habits doesn't go away in a day. So I'm very nice to myself. Um, um, nicer to myself rather, but I, I got to know that since I was a person that per se suffered from the side phobia, I, I knew that I didn't have the the self-control to to really steer uh, the ship and really decide these things that I wanted. And the desires of my heart were so profound, so profound. They were fire inside of me. I could feel it. And the direction of my life just stayed so stagnant because I was a person of decidophobia. And I lacked a lot of this, this, uh, control to have the, you know, basic decisions over my life. And that is not a place to be. So I, I, I just want to help you and let you know that you don't have to hide behind not making decisions I suggest that you make decisions every single day from here on out. I suggest that you test yourself out and really prove to yourself that you don't have decidophobia, that you you don't lack this control over the direction of your life. Um, Because you can tell your coworker that you want to go to Jimmy John's versus her Taco Bell. You can say that. You don't always have to be like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, let's just go there. And and you're always empathizing and 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 walking through the the decisions that other people have for their life. Because really, at the end of the day, everyone else around me was making decisions for their life. I watched my own coworkers walk all over me, all over me, because I was also attempting just to please them because. I wasn't happy over on the other side of my life. And so I'm like, well, if I can, you know, just please them and make sure that they're okay, um, everything's going to be sweeter and better. But really, I got things taken from right under my nose in my own workspace because I wasn't being assertive and I wasn't standing strong. And I had the lack of control over the direction of my life and the desires of my heart, even at CCF at certain points of this time and that's what I'm talking about because I lacked this, this, uh, this quality. I also was slacking in the different areas of my life and it began to look really ugly and it, and it began to look really empty. And I didn't like that feeling, you know, it was, it was really actually hard to walk through that. So I, I, So going back to the challenge that I had given you, I really want you to, again, make decisions and even the smallest choices I want you to do. I want you to think about what you're going to wear tomorrow. Instead of being so indecisive, well, this isn't going to look good and she's not going to like this. He's probably going to make fun of me. Whatever it is, like, don't get too much in your head because no one cares, (laughs) Like they just don't care and we need to start, stop putting so much stock in what other people think into making this bad, you know, bad decision per se and just do what your heart wants to do, you know? And, and I feel that you can really start to become a more decisive person by making the small decisions first, which will really help you make the bigger decisions later and, I know for a fact because when you do have a lot of anxiety, you you truly do have trouble making decisions. You do. I have a girlfriend right now that is going through a life change. She's shifting careers and she's really stinking good at what she does. She's actually one of the owners of her business and she became so passionate about And with this different field of life basically and she's becoming an expert in 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 that field now that she's having to make a life decision which is probably going to be one of her major decisions uh so far and she's scared she's scared of telling people what she's going to do. She's scared of what her co-owners are going to think. She's scared of not making the same money. She's scared that it's going to shift her schedule up. She's scared, but here's the point. She's releasing herself of her anxiety and her discursive thinking. And she's releasing herself of the over and over second guessing because what's overpowering and what's reigning her decision and why she even followed through with the interviews and all the stuff that comes in between, you know, going for another job was her gut. Her gut feeling told her that this is the direction that I got to go. I just talked to another woman today and I was like, how are you doing? She's like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so good. So good. I'm like, okay, why are you doing so good? She's like, I just made one of the hardest decisions of my life. And I'm seriously so scared, but I know that it's right because it's for the people and it's not for vanity and it's for people's hearts and it's for people's wellness. And I, it shook me, you know, because this woman does really amazing things in her life and she's really good at it and she gets paid a lot of money to do it but it's all based on vanity she puts masks on right people and 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 helps people feel certain ways but at the end of the day it's seriously gone it wipes off and it washes off and it's it's gone the longevity of her service is, is literally probably 24 hours. And she started to recognize this, like, this isn't what her heart desires. Like she has so much more inside of her to give to other humans, which is, which is really her being a servant and her being a vessel to help other people. So this other business model that she has, I, I, I'm unable to say right now, because it's not in the in in 100% works right now um, it's more at the 80% and i'm going to respect her but it's it's so polar opposite of what she's doing and making it really really big in and she's willing to make the hardest decision of her life to follow her gut and to follow her intuition and to what she says follow what god has in store for her to not only better herself, but better other people. And she says, the money will come. It's just, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. It's how it goes. You know, so so I, I've, I've come down to this point of speaking about hard decisions and making the smallest choices as well. But we got to know that there's two primary choices and decisions in life and that's to accept conditions as they exist or to accept the responsibility for changing them i don't know if you guys have seen this instagram post going around but it really touched me last week when it was saying that marriage is hard and divorce is hard obesity is hard and living the fit life is hard and it named all these different different, um, things in life that are hard and really life is challenging and life has obstacles and life has the ups and downs where however you want to describe it, there's hardship in this life. And, and no matter what, we are going to be faced with difficult decisions and we just have to find out if our reasoning is good and if we found a wise solution to our problem you know and if that's the case and you're really digging down and you're digging deep in making this tough decision um to better yourself and to to better your life because really we get one life this is it and we gotta we gotta do it well you know and we have to do it without regret so if i don't do this now Will I regret it? And these are things that I'm going to share with you that I hope that you write down in your in your journal of Project U. And whether the decision is in the workspace, uh, home life, with the kids, with family, with finances, whatever it is, I'm asking you to write these questions down and to think about them and give them time and give them energy to weigh the pros and cons. Uh, We we need to know that there's going to be opportunities in this life and we don't need to let them pass us by just because we're scared and we're worried and we're concerned. Those things are of the devil. Those things are to procrastinate us, to hold us back from becoming. And we always see everyone else doing the things that we want to do in life, right? But... But that could be you. You just have to act on it, follow through with it. And so you don't live and regret, you know, ask yourself what you're probably going to gain from this or what you might lose from this in the long term uh, by making these certain decisions and really have this dialogue with self. And it, and it makes, makes uh, making decisions a little bit easier. And then you also need to ask what you're afraid of. People get stuck, really, really hardcore, because they're afraid to fail. They think that the success is just staying right there in there in the comfort zone and not living the life that you wanted. Being codependent, being gaslit, being taken advantage of, being preyed upon—whatever it is for you—that's um, that 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 doesn't need to be the case, right? So when you're facing a t- tough decision in life, you need to ask yourself. What am I afraid of? What fear is going on right here to make this decision? Okay, and then again, um, just like I said before, ending this off. Um, what does your heart say? What does your gut say? Uh, your instincts is your brain, really. I would, I would put that over my my brain, my real brain that God made me. <laughs> I would, I would take my soul, gut, and I would, I would put aside all unwanted advice i would put aside all judgments from others and ask yourself what it is that you really want sabrina what do you really want tom something that speaks to you and only you as heartfelt as 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 you can be follow that more than anything also another question that I like to ask in making really hard decisions, um, especially in business, I make really hard decisions um, in that too. And and I ask, what am I really doing this for? The wisest decisions that you can make are those that keep the end in mind, right? If your end goal is stability, if your end goal is amazing finances, if your end goal is to buy a house. Is your, if your end goal is to raise a family, you are 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 becoming closer to that. You're one step closer to that um, because because you're really asking yourself, "What are you doing this for?" So when you make that decision, you're one step closer to raising that family. That you're one step closer to your goal, and and it's it's the world of possibilities at that point right? Um, What are you doing this for? Like you can state this and declare it and, and, and own this and, and enjoy it. So have your goals clear in mind when you're making this, these decisions and who are you doing this for is, is a really big question. If you are doing things in life for other people, I'm telling you right now, you're going the wrong way. Don't let other people, don't let other people's advice sway you from making the ultimate and best decision of your life. Um, I know that I said, you know, allow some people to speak into your lives, but only allow the ones that are really there for you and have your best interest, you know, um, those are the types of people. Uh, It's always important to have other people's interests at heart when making a decision. And, and so when you're called upon and you are a vessel, um, make sure that you are giving the, the best advice that you can. Um, and, and make sure that if you don't know, and, um, you can seek the more professional help out to, to be something else for someone else. Right. Um, but when you're, Actually facing a tough decision and you can answer that I'm really doing this for someone else I promise you you're going the wrong way and uh, a self-worth question and a self-esteem question is will your self-esteem be diminished or will it be enhanced will you like yourself after this decision right Um, because anyone can make a difficult decision Um, and, 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 and then they just didn't know that it was going to hurt them or that it was going to, um, lift them, whatever, whatever the case. But if you're not ready to think about how you're going to feel after you make this decision, I, I ask you to please step back and consider more time and more energy in making this decision. Consider how you feel about yourself when making this choice whenever you have to make a, a tough decision in life you have to you have to t- to consider that and if you think that your self-esteem is going to drop this is this is a, again this is a place where you need to step back okay and i gotta tell you that these are just some of the things and some of the questions that i have faced over the course of time Well, I must say that this is one of our longest podcasts that we've had, but, um, this was, this was real and this was, I think needed. And I know that we went over a little bit and we're used to 40 minutes, but I hope that this touched you. This was very awesome to sit back with you today and to, 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 give myself even a chance to reflect on making hard decisions. And I thought about three other hard decisions that I had to make in my life just by speaking with you today. Um, so thank you for helping me see my growth and see, uh, where, where I've also come from, from making those other decisions. And, and right now, um, I must say that the uncomfortability is present, you know, because, Because when you make tough decisions, it's just different and it's change and it hurts a lot, you know, but it's one of those things that we can really, uh, learn from and we can be our our best self because that's what we're called to be is our better self every single day. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. No matter what day that you're listening to Project U, please share this with someone that might be having a hard time and making decisions or not really a good decision maker in their life. And um, do, do the honor of, of, of being a vessel. Uh, I really do love you guys. And I really do hope uh, that we can tune in again next, uh, next week with one another with another great topic coming our way. Mwah. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.